What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Welcome to Raw and Order Snap Judgments for SmackDown from March 20th. Um, sorry for the delay in getting this. There was a little bit of a breakdown in communications amongst the team, and uh, one person thought someone else was doing it, and the other people thought it. Anyways, long story short, we're working out. I told you there'd be some bugs this first month uh, or so, but... Um, so we're going to get go down to what happened on SmackDown. Once again, we're in the middle of the um, uh, social um, distancing here in America. So um, empty arena, nothing uh, that could really be done about that. Um, it is kind of interesting to see the, the disconnect between the way AEW handles it and the way WWE has handled it, but... Um, before I get to the actual review, though, I do want to remind everyone that Raw and Order WBU is part of the Tatnus Co. podcast network. Um, so you can always go over to tatnusco.com to find links to all the other shows in Tatnus Co. podcast network, including Tatnus's uh, Tatnus Uncensored, um, Chicken Hen with SM, In the Dice Box Slam, Basement Bullshit, and I just totally forgot the name of the newest one. Uh, uh, carpool shenanigans. There we go. Uh, but um, but yeah, go check all those shows out. They're they're tons of fun. And tell them that Ron Order sent you. So on that note, we're gonna go ahead and get into Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, on Fox, it aired live, so it was not pre-recorded. Although there were a lot of pre-recorded segments, and we'll get to that there. Um, started off with uh, the regular kickoff, uh, ACDC, and then Michael Cole talking about WrestleMania in two weeks, uh, how it had been split into a two-night event, um, and introducing the uh, recently announced host, Rob Gronkowski. But before he could even actually do it, uh, you had um, the hype bro himself come out uh Mojo Raleigh and take the mic from Michael Cole and introduce Gronkowski himself and we had the most awkward entrance right like Gronkowski came out there's music and of course I I give him a little bit of slack because uh there's no one in the crowd to feed off but he came out to the music and he walked onto the stage and then he awkwardly danced badly for a bit and then he walked down the ramp about halfway and then he awkwardly danced again and then he walked up the ring po uh, ring steps and then awkwardly humped the ring post i guess is the best way to describe it eventually he got into the ring and they did this whole thing back and forth about how he's a, a wrestlemania fan a wwe fan since he was a child yada 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 um, it uh, gets uh, Baron Corbin's ire who comes out and complains that uh, Gronkowski doesn't deserve to be there and hasn't come back and given him his fair respect because he's King Corbin. Um, and then Elias's music hit and Elias comes out and sings some smack. And anyways, long story short, it ends up that now at WrestleMania, we're getting a match between Corbin and Elias. Um, so, yay, 
I guess. So, um, then afterwards, you had Sami Zayn firing up Shinsuke Nakamura uh, and Cesaro for a tag match. They were going to take on Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak. Um, in the end, uh, that was a actually a pretty good match. One of the few actual matches of the evening. Uh, but Daniel Bryan and Drew, Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak. I'm an idiot. Um... Drew Gulak have actually really good chemistry in the ring um, as partners. And to be perfectly honest, they almost look like they could be brothers. So uh, it works out really good there. And of course, Shinsuke and Cesaro were both good. So it was an excellent, excellent match. Um, and in the end, uh, Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak won. So yay there. Um, later... Backstage, of course, Sami Zayn was on commentary flipping out about how it was a it was a barely victory and and one of the people in the ring wasn't even the legal man and and yada yada yada. That plays into later they go backstage and uh, eventually it gets set up that next week on SmackDown it's going to be Drew Gulak versus Shinsuke and if Drew Gulak wins. Then Daniel Bryan gets a shot at Sami Zayn's uh, Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. So I guess that's the way we're going there. Um, then we go back uh, and Michael Cole standing in the ring. He's going to interview via Skype Paige because Paige's travel issues have her stuck in Los Angeles. And so she can't make it out there. But before they can get anywhere, Bailey and Sasha Banks come to the ring and they talk smack to Paige and Paige talks smack back to them. And long story short, I I got to be honest, I, I wish WWE would like, I, I don't know, clarify who can officially make matches. Because like earlier, Rob Gronkowski made the match against uh, with Elias versus uh, Baron Corbin, King Corbin at WrestleMania. And. Uh, he's the host of WrestleMania, but I didn't think that gave you uh, authority to just make matches. But And then during this, uh, Paige just, like, randomly makes a match that Bayley is going to defend her women's SmackDown champion against um, Lacey Evans and against Natalia and against Naomi. And against Dana Brooke. And against Sasha Banks. So it's going to be six people in the ring. Uh, whoever wins gets the title. And so I guess this is how they're going to set up Sasha Banks turning on Bailey. I guess. I don't know. But it's just like, I mean, what gave her the authority to make a match? I mean, we got rid of general managers a year ago. So it can't be that she's a former general manager, right? Um, it was just kind of awkward. It almost seemed like Paige's lines were pre-recorded. Like she wasn't live via Skype or if she was, there was enough of a delay that it really felt kind of awkward. But, uh, then we come back, uh, you know, they hyped up the Edge and Orton feud, uh, which is fine. Uh, they're go get ready to, um, talk about Wyatt versus John Cena uh, and they talk a lot about how, you know, uh, Wyatt feels like his loss at WrestleMania 30 is what led to the creation of The Fiend, that that was the downward spiral. Um, and that later, 
in the night, they're going to uh, touch on that and show that match. So, yay. Um, and then, of course, later in the night, Goldberg and Roman Reigns are going to sign a contract. Because we love contract signings. There's nothing that wrestling fans enjoy more than watching people in the ring sign a piece of paper. The other thing we love so much is talk shows on our wrestling show. So we came out and Miz and Morrison are going to do the controversial dirt sheet. And I don't know, it was awkward, but it was uh, very obviously pre-recorded because they did this whole thing where they talked smack about the New Day and then it panned o- or cut over and there they were dressed up like members of the New Day um, in a unicorn outfit and all of that stuff, talking smack. Then it cut back to them, and they talked a little bit more smack now about the Usos. Then it cut over to them dressed up as the Usos, doing an Uso impersonation. Then it cut back to them talking some smack about heavy machinery, and then it cut to them dressed up as two giant strips of bacon, which I guess is the joke that heavy machinery are both large guys and love bacon, I guess. Anyways, but it was, I mean, it was... There were parts that were funny, and it was better than the page segment, um, but it still, like, it just, it didn't flow very well, and it didn't hold my interest, I gotta be honest with you. So, um, so that was, you know, I don't know, fun, but not the best thing in the world. Um, then they, uh, after that, they introduced the second actual live match was uh, The Miz and John Morrison versus Heavy Machinery. Um, and they, they went back and forth. It was a decent match back and forth. But, of course, it didn't get to a real inc- victory in the end because Dolph Ziggler came out and was able to cause the distraction uh, long enough for Miz and Morrison to uh, get them uh, on their back feet and then fighting back from it Otis picked up a chair and was so angry at Dolph Ziggler that he hit Miz and Morrison with the chair so they got disqualified and Miz and Morrison won um, you know I, and a couple weeks ago I talked on WVU about how I wished AEW would maybe finally do a disqualification and in fairness they have since then in the Iron Man match one of the Falls was a disqualification, but the other side of the coin is uh, WWE tends to do way too many DQs, and I think they feel it's their best way to give champions a loss without having to change the belts, which I kind of, I don't know, kind of blows, to be perfectly honest, but, um, and so it looks like they're probably going to set up a triple threat for the tag titles. Where, you know, the either the Usos or Heavy Machinery and uh, the New Day versus them. Or maybe it may be a, a four-way tag. I don't know. Uh, then we had the contract signing. Roman Reigns face-to-face with Goldberg. And uh, it was a contract signing. They talked smack and all that stuff. Um, of course, I mentioned earlier, they also played the entire John Cena versus Bray Wyatt match from WrestleMania 30, which if we've seen it, there's nothing new. Um, but it was just it was just filler for this episode. They're like, hey, let's throw the entire episode in there. So, 
Um, overall, I think if I were to, if I'm giving this a score out of ten, four, four citations total. It wasn't bad, bad, but it wasn't good by any means. Um, it was kind of, like I said, it just felt like filler. And it's a really interesting dichotomy of how WWE's ver doing the uh, empty arena shows versus AEW's empty arena shows. You know, AEW's felt vibrant and lively. And some of it was helped by the fact that they had people in the crowd, not not crowd crowd, but wrestlers on either side hollering. But even more than that, and I said this during the AEW review, there was there was noise from the wrestlers in the ring. They were talking and jawjacking each other and, and all that. And you, you come to, to this and the matches, while they were good, they just felt too clinical and too well-oiled. You know what I mean? I don't know. So, so yeah, four, four out of ten, uh, not a great show, um, not really anything major happened. I, I mean, you can watch the edited down version on Hulu and get the same effect, and to be perfectly honest, you can listen to this review or go watch Simon Miller's Ups and Downs and get all that you need to know about this episode uh, right there. So if you haven't seen SmackDown yet and you want to know uh, whether to watch it, 4 out of 10 to me tells that you don't need to watch it. Um, this is a, a lot shorter of a review than most of ours, but very little actually happened during this. I mean, like I said, they plugged about half an hour with the John Cena match from WrestleMania versus Bray Wyatt, and there was so much pre-taped footage here and there um, that, I don't know, it just felt a little lackluster, and, uh, with the news coming out, uh, over the last day or two, that, uh, they're expected to pre-film all of the WrestleMania segments, um, over this next week, uh, instead of doing anything live, which, don't get me wrong, I kind of understand, uh, WrestleMania is a big deal, you're doing it on two nights, um, with the mandatory uh, 10 person maximum, it could be hard to do it, you know, as a full event. But having things all, all the things pre taped, I just feel like we're gonna watch it and WrestleMania is just gonna feel meh. So, um, but you know, I mean, maybe they'll prove me wrong. Um, I've got the network, I'm gonna watch WrestleMania, I'm not excited to see. Rob Gronkowski, uh, the dude can't dance. They need to tell him not to dance. And while we're talking about Rob Gronkowski, um, is anyone gonna, uh, at least bring up the fact that Mojo Raleigh, um, after months of building up this new character that was supposed to be all new and different, and he had that times he came out with the weird face paint, like his face was cracking and all that stuff, just suddenly with the signing of Rob Gronkowski, he's back to a hype bro. Um, just randomly, he's back to doing that old shtick. You know, the shtick that they worked so hard to get him away from. They're like, nope, go back to do that. Um, anyways, like I said, uh, I, I highly say this is a skip. A skip match, a skip episode. Don't feel bad if you miss it. Uh, which, unfortunately, Friday Night Smackdown has had a lot of. They're just... 
not great in the grand scheme of things. So, um, so yeah, four out of ten citations. Skip it. Move on to the next. Fire up the WWE Network and pick a WrestleMania from the past to watch instead. So, um, but on that note, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Short and sweet this episode. Um, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to this. Make sure to head over to tatnusco.com and check out the other shows um, all on there. And um, we will be back with uh, Raw and Order WBU recording Sunday. So it should hit live Monday morning sometime. Um, you have a great day and we will see you soon.